The Captain Top Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. Welcome to the Captain Talks Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, and this is where we talk flicks. I welcome to the podcast, the podcast with me, the Captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you see on a two-point screen, and to get on here and give my unique perspective. Because after 43 years of living on planet Earth, I have developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks, and I'd like to get on here and share them with you, because I know. I know you've been waiting. Like, Captain, please tell us with your infinite and ultimate wisdom about movies, TV, sports, and flicks. Tell us all about them. I know you really don't. But if you do happen to listen to this and you're interested and you find it cool, whatever, I appreciate it greatly. I know I joke and talk a lot of mess on here, how awesome I am. And I know I do know I'm awesome, but you're awesome too. We're all awesome. Every human being to be here on planet Earth is awesome. The fact that we're alive and, and listen to podcasts, listen to the, to, 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 the, uh, to the radio, right? nobody listens to radio. But the fact that we're just existing and breathing, I mean, it's a miracle that we're actually here. Everybody, every human being, it's a miracle. We're all awesome. We're all unique we're here on planet earth and i'm doing a podcast and you're listening it's just awesome it's just it's, just, it's great how the, the how the universe has worked out and like i said thank you for joining me and if you haven't been here before uh, you know this is what to expect expect me talk about movies tv sports and flicks if you've been here before you know how i roll you know how i get down you know my style of podcasting and like i said i appreciate you guys joining me so let me don't waste some more time let's get right to the podcast but first a word from our sponsor all right this week the podcast is brought to you by my album. I have an album. So if you didn't know, um, now you know, baby. Now, if you didn't know, now you know. But if you didn't know, um, basically, I also do uh, artistic sonic recordings on the side. In March 12, 2019, I dropped the album called Ikigai. Ikigai is an ex- what I call an experimental spoken word album. And uh, I, I, I was going to try to describe it. Well, I will try to describe it. It's a lot of synths, spacey synths for me doing spoken word. But if I had to compare it to an established artist, an actual artist that's, that's been around the, in the game for a while, I would say that basically my style was birthed from the song of Heavy Metal, the song Heavy Metal off the, the, the album Heavy Metal by Killer Priest. If there was one grandfather to the style that I currently do, that then I've done countless albums in that style, I would say it probably it, it stems back to that. It's it's similar like it's 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 it's, it's similar in that fashion with my unique uh, spin on that, and I've, I've I've evolved and grown it. But I would say that's kind of the birthing point, the starting point of my current style of of, of music, which I call experimental spoken word. So if you're into that, check it out. I'm gonna put a snippet at the end of the the, the track. You can hear what it sounds like. Say hey, this Captain guy, he's all right. He does some nice sonic artists. Like, oh, it's not for me. Whatever. Uh, I'll put the snippet at the end. There'll be a link below if you want to download the album for free. Don't even cost you no money. It's free. Just call you a little bit of time, a little bandwidth. Boom, it's yours. So, anyways, um, yeah, um, that's Iki Guy. That's Iki Guy by me, the Captain Cortez. It's over at the Bandcamp page, and I'll put it below the link below when you check that out. Now let's get on with the podcast. So, if you've been listening to this podcast for any any period of time, 
you probably figured out that this guy likes Star Trek. I've, it's, I've made it very apparent and well-known that, like, that I like Star Trek. And if you've been here before, you can know that. And if you're brand new to the podcast, I'm going to tell you right now today, 2019, April, whatever day it is. I'm not sure what day it is, but April something, 2019. When you're hearing this podcast, it may be in the future the past, but right now, this very moment on this podcast, I will say it again. I've said it a million times. I love Star Trek. Star Trek's one of my favorite things on TV, at the movies. I love Star Trek. It is great. It is dope. It is awesome. It is excellent. It is fabulous. It is just, it's just awesome, baby. I like Star Trek. It, uh, it doesn't matter what series, doesn't matter what movie, doesn't matter. I find awesome stuff out of every movie, every TV series, every character, every every guest spot. Every doesn't matter. Star Trek is just as a whole an awesome franchise. I love it so much. And um, the newest generation of, of Star Trek is Star Trek Discovery. And it's just like all other Star Trek. It's cool. It's dope. It's got great things about it. It's got some things that aren't so great, but 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 it's overall it's dope because everything that is Star Trek in the opinion of the captain is dope. It doesn't matter what time period it comes out. It doesn't matter what 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 the uh, who's the cast. It doesn't matter. This somehow they find the magic to make Trek dope. And once again, Trek is dope. Star Trek Discovery. This is the second season, and it's still dope. I've talked about it numerous times. How much I love Star Trek. But one of the most awesome things from season two of Star Trek Discovery. Among uh, There's a bunch of awesome things going on on Star Trek Discovery uh, season two, but one of my favorite things about Star Trek uh, Discovery 2, or Star Trek Discovery season two, is Captain Pike. Captain Pike is awesome. In Star Trek Discovery season two, Captain Pike is so awesome that we haven't really got to see a lot of uh, Captain Pike up until this point. Captain Pike was originally shown the first pilot to the original series Star Trek. For, for, so there was the first, the first, they did two pilots, I think it was two pilots. The first one was with, uh, uh, this, I can't remember his name, but he portrayed Captain Pike. And then they retooled, redid it, they changed the characters, and that's when we got the lovely, uh, awesome Captain Kirk, Bones, and all that. But first, there was a pilot before that, and on that pilot, Christopher Pike was shown. And then what ended up happening was that Christopher, they reworked the pilot into uh, some of the original series episodes. I can't remember what season it was, but it's in the Menagerie Part 1, Menagerie Part 2. They worked in that pilot into the, to this, to the uh, original series, and he got to see Captain Pike for the first time in uh, the Menagerie Part 1, the Menagerie Part 2. And in, that, in that, those two episodes, you saw the end, the final story for Captain Pike. You saw what happened to Captain Pike. You saw him in his, his last years. You saw him in his twilight years. You saw him after he'd been in Starfleet. You saw the ending. They gave you the ending first. And then that's all you saw of Pike in those two episodes, I believe, up until 2009, 10, I think it's 9, when uh, Star Trek, the uh, movies came out, where they, you know, they rebooted or re-whatever they call it. You know, the one with the, they recast the original series again. You saw him again. And you saw a little bit more of him. I think it was in three of the movies. It was four of the movies. I don't know, he's, a, he's, a, he's in a few of those movies, and you saw the character there. So that's all you saw of Captain Pike, up until Star Trek Discovery. In the, in, in the cage, I'm sorry, the, the cage slash Menagerie Part 1 and 2, um, you know, you got a good taste, kind of got a good vibe. I kind of liked Pike. Pike was cool from what I saw, but it's not enough there. And in the movies, he was all right. No disrespect to, uh, to Bruce Greenwood. Say Bruce Greenwood, he's cool with all that, but it wasn't my favorite, my favorite portrayal of, of Pike. It was all right. It was cool. It, it just, you know, there wasn't a lot of screen time. I don't know what it was. It was all right. The, the, the saw him there. He's cool. But anyways, um, you know, like I said, up until this point, in um, Star Trek Discovery. Now, real quick, I'm going to get into talking about Star Trek Discovery, and there's going to be lots of spoilers. If you don't want to hear any spoilers about Season 2 Star Trek Discovery, stop listening right now. Push pause, push stop, fast forward, whatever you gotta do, because I'm going to spoil it. I don't really do. I normally don't do a lot of spoilers, but it's kind of necessary in this podcast. So stop now, 
because I'm about to spoil it. All right, so anyways, in um, Star Trek Discovery Season 2, you get to see a lot of, of Captain Pike and, and, and just what he's about. It really showcases him as a captain. He's, he's seen in multiple situations. The, write, the writers are fantastic writing his character. The act, but he's awesome. He's a great actor. He, he plays the role so well. He's such an awesome captain. I love this captain. He does a fantastic role playing captain. He's right up there with Kirk and Picard. Picard is my favorite captain. If you don't know, now you know. If you didn't know, Captain Picard is my favorite captain. But I'm telling you, Pike, man, Pike is right up there. Like seriously, and going into season, going into season two, Discovery did not expect that. I wasn't expecting to love Pike the way I love Pike, but Pike is fantastic. I mean, he's really great. I mean, there's even some rumors on the, on the net floating around that he might get his own show, which would be cool. It would really be cool if they could show what happened before um, Captain Kurt took over in TOS Star Trek. So and, and so anyway, so anyway, so anyways, Captain Pike, so Star Trek Discovery. And um, they get to show a lot of but but this this is really the whole reason I want to talk about Christopher Pike. It's been great so far. Discovery's great. They showed a lot of them. There was one moment in Star Trek Discovery. It was a couple episodes ago. I think it's in the Shadow of Death or the Valley of the Shadow or give me the exact title. I'll have to Google it later. But anyways, there, there's a moment in time when Christopher Pike must make a choice. He has to choose between saving the universe. Or saving himself, essentially saving himself or saving the universe is what is what uh, he has to choose. Because, like I said earlier, um, in TOS we see the fate of Christopher Pike. We see what happens to Christopher Pike. We know what's going to happen to Christopher Pike. We've known since night uh, 1968 or nine, whatever that episode aired. I remember what I remember what year it was, but we've known we've known the fate of Pike for like decades now. Everybody's known the fate of Christopher Pike. We know it. It's been we it's been shown over and over again on TV and reruns. Everybody knows. If you know anything about Trek at all, if you're into Trek, you know you know what happens to Pike. And even just you know. So, anyways, Pike himself. In Star Trek Discovery Season 2 Has to make a choice between Saving the universe or attempting to save the universe Or himself Because Christopher Pike has shown his future Christopher Pike has shown What's going to happen in the menagerie Or in the cage He's shown Christopher Pike Look, this is what's going to happen to you If you make this choice to try to help To try to save the universe This is happening And there's no change yet This is what's going to go down So I'm telling you right now you can choose not to have this future, and you can choose not to try to save the universe, save yourself. He does, they don't word it like that, but that's ultimately what the choice is. You can either choose this path or not choose this path. You choose this path, though. Menagerie Part 1 and 2, the cage, that's what's happened to you right there. So Pike, Pike has to weigh those options for a few moments because he's he's been he's he's Starfleet. He knows his morals. He knows his principles. He knows all those. He knows it's 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 easy to make choices when it's comfortable and everything's good. I know everybody knows that firsthand. When you're comfortable and and things are easy, it's it's easy to make the right choice. But when things get difficult and this challenge, it's so it's very hard to make that choice. And this Captain Pike had to make that choice. And you know what Captain Pike did. Captain Pike made the choice to say, you know what? That's my future. That's where I'm gonna be at. But I gotta save this universe. The needs of the many are the needs of the one. Anyways, he made the choice to try to save the universe, despite knowing what's gonna happen to him in the future. And I mean, if you haven't seen the episodes, go watch the episodes, Menagerie One, Menagerie Part One or Two, and you will see what happened to Christopher Pike if you don't know already. And you will see that. That's his future. And despite all that, the honorable, the, the admirable, the, the, the awesome, the, 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 the morally, uh, with this moral compass, a good moral compass, he chose the path that's going to cause him a lot of, lot, not, not a nice path. He chose that path. Which I, when I saw that moment on Trek, 
that saw that episode, I really teared up because like, man, how many of us human beings out here in the real world could make that choice? Could make it. They've shown your future. This is it. This is where you're going to be at. You know, you you don't it don't have to be that. It don't have to be that future. It does not have to be that future. You can go over here. You know what I'm saying? You can you can choose not to. But he so he would see such he said such convictions and and moral principles and great moral compass and just just an honorable admirable guy. He chose to go that path, the path that that, that, that leads to the cage and to the menagerie, which is just crazy. That was one of the greatest moments in Star Trek uh, Discovery Season 2. It's one of the greatest moments in Trek in, in, Trek in general. Trek, Trek, Trek. Trek in general. I've seen, just, just FYI, I've seen every episode of Star Trek, every series, every movie. I've seen everything that Trek has put out. Everything. All, whatever hundred hours of it. I've seen it all. Because, you know, I've been a Trek fan for a long time. And out of all those hours and all those moments, those memorable moments, you know, you can't remember them all, but there'll be memorable moments in Star Trek series. And we talk, I talk about them all the time with people. You know those memorable moments. We all have. There's some, that, some that, that are just very popular and everyone talks about them. I feel that Pike making that decision, the Star Trek Discovery Season 2, will be one of those memorable moments for the from here on out, from here to, to from here to infinity. When they talk about Trek, talk about memorable moments, they talk about moments in the series that were just just so engaging, so memorable, so the tear to your eye, because it did get a tear to my tear in my eye. That's one of those moments. That's powerful Trek. That is Trek at its finest, that moment with Pike making that decision. It's Trek at its finest. I know people say that Star Trek Discovery is not real Trek. Yeah, I've been I've been disagreeing with that for the last the, the two seasons. It's it's done its own spin, it's doing its own thing. But right there, that moment with Pike making that choice in that episode, that's true Trek in the eyes, in my eyes, in my opinion, it is. It, it just that's it's just like it, like Captain Picard would do that, I'm sure. You let something, but I can see Picard making that same choice if he had to. Picard because really, really Pike and Picard remind me are very similar to each other. It seemed like more so than the other captains. Well, to me, it seems like Pike and Picard are very similar. A lot of similar traits. That's why I like him so much, I think. Maybe when they wrote the guy, they're trying to take, put a little bit of Picard into him. But anyways, yes, that moment right there. I know I probably talked to that. But that's all I wanted to talk about was how awesome Christopher Pike is in Star Trek Discovery. He's an awesome captain. So if you haven't watched Star Trek Discovery 2... See, I'm sorry, season two. If you haven't watched Star Trek Discovery, if you're not into Star Trek, I apologize. I tracked you to death. You probably shut off a while back. But I'm a huge fan. I talked about it multiple times. And uh, maybe you hear in this podcast say, hey, I should check this guy out. Maybe I should check Star Trek out. It sounds kind of interesting. Like, what are we talking about? But uh, I just had to put it out there because, man, uh, this Christopher Pike guy is great. And like I, I think I was saying earlier, I think that there's a, uh, there is a petition to get Pike his own show. So, so Pike could have his own show, his own TV show, uh, maybe showing what happens before you know Kirk takes over the Enterprise. Because I think Pike is the captain directly before Captain Kirk, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he's the the guy that Kirk comes right after Pike. I believe. I'm pretty sure that's correct. And anyway, so if they could just show what happens in between, you know, before uh, Kirk, a couple seasons out of that, uh, that'd be great. I, I, I was saying it a couple months ago, they should do that. But uh, also, I mean, seriously, a lot of other people seem to be agreeing because that Pike portrayal by that actor, the writing, the, it's, it's, just, it's so great. He looks so good in that uniform. I'm telling you, like, the guys, like, you know, they always say well, a guy, like a, like a dude, it's just the, 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 the guy that the women want and the guy that the guys want to be like. Like, seriously? I wouldn't mind being like Captain Pike. He's great. He's, he's fantastic. 
So anyways, uh, just had to talk about Christopher Pike, man. It's He's an awesome captain. I can't say nothing but good things about him. Hopefully they make the show. They'll be making a lot of other shows. Why not add, a, why not add another show? They might as well. This Trek universe is getting big, baby. It's getting big. It's where it's supposed to be. It's right up there with the other franchises. We are back, baby. Trek is back, baby. Woo! So anyways, yeah, so that's all I want to talk about. Christopher Pike. And um, that's it for this week. We're done. Complete. Finished. Benito. Done. I want to thank you for joining me once again. I appreciate the listens and the follows and all that. And um, until next time, we'll see. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flex. Flex.